All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome inside the 360 Sports Show. I am Andrew Pizzelli. He is Christian Lauber, and we are coming to you live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Reach us anytime in the comment sections of those live streams to bring us your thoughts, questions, comments, or concerns. So we're going to jump right on in, try and run through some of this stuff. It ain't all pretty. Uh, so, Christian, amongst the mess... I would say it's mostly ugly. <laughs> it ain't all pretty. I was trying to say it's not all pretty. That would imply that there's some pretty things there. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's a mess. Uh, so, amongst the mess, the ugly mess, uh, where do you want to start? Let's just do this quick and get it out of the way first. The Red Sox are just an absolute colossal failure. Uh, okay. I, I know they're in the ball locker, but... You, I, I say, you hold know. on, hold on, hold on. We're going to get... We would require more than that. It's like a dig down deep, but we've yeah, but summoned them up with a special spell to look at them. It's such a dumpster fire, and it's such a bleep show that you just can't ignore it. So uh, we can do it quickly. Uh, Chris Sale falls off his bike. He's out for the season. Jaron Duran can't not, cannot see the ball in the sun. Any amount of sunlight, he cannot see the ball in center field. It's absolutely hilarious. And uh, they lose almost every night, and uh, they're going nowhere fast. They have no talks of signing their two best players. Uh, Trevor Story, who they just paid a bunch of money, is also injured, and he's probably not coming back. Uh, Hauk is on the 15-day DL. I mean, the list goes on. It's it's actually hilarious. It's at this point, it's it's comical, right? And but and it, but it's sad. Uh, the thing with Sale, I mean, I want I I you know what? Let's just do it because I'm gonna I'll bring it up again, and it'll just have to be a footnote. Glass man. How it, but he broke his finger first. Well, that was that was you know that's not a fluke though. He got hit with a line. Drop. I know, but I'm saying his finger's broken. And now, I mean, listen, maybe Chris Sale is just not a good bike rider. Maybe something crazy happened. Maybe a guy pulled out in front of him. I mean, I, Boston is not necessarily the place I'd recommend like riding your bike on the streets. Um, and he got like knocked off his bike, and he puts his hand. What? are you doing like it if 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 you're a professional athlete especially if you're one who is made of almost powder like he is well i saw i saw why would you be doing anything like this is like we saw tom brady like cliff diving a few years ago people were like what are you doing uh, true but it, it it goes right to your point nobody cares your your players who a player who's hurt who should be rehabbing, who should be like, oh my gosh, let me take care of my hand, is out riding. Guess what doesn't help, like, broken fingers mend? Rattling around on the handlebars down the cobblestones, all right? Like, <laughs> I think he just, I think he just, he literally just probably went to, like, a beach up in, in Boston along the coast there on the Cape and just sent himself off a sandy road and just into the water. Do we, do we believe that he actually hurt himself bike riding? Do you believe I, it? I have no idea anymore. I don't. I, I mean, there's enough. There's enough doubt for me to say like it is. It is totally plausible that that's not the case. That's not true. Which yeah, is just ridiculous. I mean, sure. And also the string of injuries. Like, how does one? I, I've I've seen plenty of unlucky athletes. There's there's been guys who it's just it's it's their career is just you know not being able to stay healthy. But like I've never seen it this many times in a calendar year. He was supposed to pitch the whole year. They told the fan base he would be pitching this whole year. And then, lo and behold, he misses the start of the year, and then he's working his way back, and he hurts his rib, 
And then now he's back. Two what? Two starts? And then hurts and then gets the finger hurt. And now this mysterious bike crash. What is it with this guy? One of the worst contract the extension they gave him in 2018 after they won the World Series was just so ludicrous. Like what what gave you any inkling then that this guy was going to like give you 200 innings in a season ever again in his career and go figure he hasn't I I don't know. Do you think he's like I mean some of these injuries do you think I said, the, like, does he have a gambling problem? Is like somebody coming to collect debts, and it's like, you know, oh, I, yeah, I tripped, I broke a rib, I tripped. Uh, I think, I, think uh, I, I, I fell off my handlebar. Uh, let, let's check in here, Colin in the comment section. Uh, after the Sox returned from Wednesday game, just set the ball locker on fire. Yes, uh, he fell off the bike and then injured himself karate chopping the bike. I yeah, think, I think that right? might be correct. He probably got mad at the bike for having him fall off the bike, which in turn made him probably take it to a hallway where he thought nobody was watching, and he started karate chopping it. Down an alley? Yeah, somewhere, and uh, he probably broke his wrist on the bike itself, not falling off of it. Uh, the bike I mean, tripped him. I mean, you hear there's people have these fluke-type injuries like once a career, like a, a non-playing, like, like he, the guy gets hurt practicing. The guy gets starts riding his bike. Back to the ball locker. Throw him back in. Oh, God. And and we need a, like, flame. Maybe that's what we need to do, Christian. At the end of the summer, when football season is really about to begin, we clean out the ball locker, and we give her a nice, good fire cleaning. I think the Red Sox should be in the Star Wars Episode Four trash compactor <laughs> with no droids coming to help. Yeah, no, nobody's coming to help them. They're they're just in there. <laughs> there is no hope. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. So that that's a whole. Speaking of no hope, <laughs> want to turn to the Patriots? <laughs> Let's go. Let's keep on. Choo choo. Full steam ahead on the negative train. Go ahead. What I mean, uh, I was small C concerned. That C is growing uh, every day here. But uh, take us through, yeah. Christian. This. <laughs> yeah, you know, last week you read some stuff that the offense is having a tough time, which you would expect. It's early in practice, and then time has gone on, and they've gotten worse. So, uh, yeah, I would say not ideal as you're heading towards. Uh, I believe this Thursday is your first preseason game. Yep. Uh, where Bill Belichick might just bench everybody uh, that would start in in a typical game because they all are way behind apparently, and I think there is some layers to this. One of which uh, is my personal favorite: the 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 coaching or lack thereof, uh, and the offensive line, I guess, in tandem. But the the coaching to me is a big big issue. You don't come into the season with a coordinator. You're changing the offense to a Shanahan-style scheme. That's what all the reporters are are saying. Uh, and I just want to – I'll give you an early thought. I just want to get a – I want to pull up a couple tweets that I found. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty eye-opening. Uh, yeah, this whole thing, like the coaching thing, I was going to reserve like utter complete judgment on because I thought you're you have guys who are from in-house – previously and 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 you could you can they have familiarity there'd be familiarity it seems like they're just scrapping the whole thing and it's not year two for everybody oh year two for mac jones year two for mac jones this is essentially year one again 
mm-hmm. for your entire team, which is what happens when you bring in people from With the outside no true coordinator. and you change everything and you don't have a true coordinator. So you have no structure and you have a new system. This is worrisome. Really, really worrisome. Now, good players can overcome bad coaching, and maybe they have. Maybe they'll end up having enough talent uh, to to get to like find a way to walk through the fire and figure it out during preseason and you know the early stages of the regular season. But man, you know, Nat, th- this is all the hallmarks of of bad teams. Is the stuff we're seeing right now? We thought hey, the want, de- we thought the defense would be the more? problem. Let me Go ahead. Off for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is August 8th, so this is yesterday. Now, they had a bit of a better day today because they didn't have any competitive periods where the offensive line was on the field. So yeah. there is that. But uh, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, arguably the worst start of offense to camp. Here's their drive or their, their, their run through. False start, 77. Stuff incomplete. Stuff and handoff. Sack. Flat one yard would have been blown up if live. Incomplete. Sack on a waggle. One yard pass blown up by Wilson. Stuff five yards flat to Myers. And uh, the the beat goes on. I mean, it's just been this has been the entire training camp so far. This is all we've seen from the offense. Stuff, stuff, incomplete. Mac Jones would have been annihilated. Jones would have been annihilated. Stuff run. Sack, sack, stuff run. Yard to the flat, five yards out into the seam. Oh, it's just, it's going to be a, it's going to be a nightmare. I can already see it coming. But Christian, what if maybe the Patriots have the best defense in the NFL and it's just, you know, they're they're going against the best defense. So of course they're going to look bad. Uh, I will warn everybody right now, if they are looking this poor against their own defense, they're in trouble. Big time. <laughs> now, I think I, I actually think they're de- maybe I put too much stock into their offensive line. I thought their offensive line would be a little bit better. Especially you have Andrews, you have Wynn, you have some guys there that have been there, Trent Brown. Uh, but I'll be honest, I think I think the coaching is a huge issue. Not having McDaniels is going to really be glaring. Uh, for all my gripes with him and his play calling, having him around to kind of tutor Mac Jones was huge last year. Not having any coordinator or one of the coordinators that both failed head coaches who sucked other places. Um they're in a world of trouble here, and I think, yes, it's just practice. People keep saying it's just practice. Who cares? But uh, there's where you build good habits. There's also two weeks here now of practice, and it hasn't gotten better. So th- apparently, they were a little bit better today, but also they didn't play eleven and eleven or anything like that. So I don't know. We'll see. We have David Andrews trying to start something on the offense. He's trying to fight with uh, Barmore today. They got into a scuffle and both got thrown out of practice. So there is some attitude there from Andrews, and I like Andrews. Unfortunately, he's the only guy that appears to uh, to have that fire underneath him. Yeah, I mean, and I I was worried about what we'd get out of Judge and Patricia on the offensive side, um, but I, I just I thought they were going to be trying to do the same thing that you had done in the past and not try and upheave Mac Jones here. Because think about it. If this fails, th- this is what the thing bigger picture. If this fails this year, they have a bad year and Belichick has to fire both Patricia and hopefully uh, himself and judge it in himself. Um, or say that happens. Say Kraft says, you know what? This is, you know what? Hey, Bill, a year too early rather than a year too late on you. So then Mac Jones in his third year will have his third set of coaching staffs, his third coordinator. It's not good. Like it's it's uh, you know, I, it seems crazy to think like you're, you 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 might be 
Right now, I feel like you're closer to circling the toilet bowl than you are to climbing the ladder in your in your division, let alone the conference. I mean, so who knows? Watch. They could show up, uh, you know, like a cat on fire on Thursday and run through the Giants. And you know what? It won't matter because it don't count. Now, maybe it would help them build some confidence. I think what happens Thursday does matter in terms of that. But... I wonder if we're going to – I legitimately wonder if we're going to see anybody play, though. Mac Jones, I wonder how much he's actually going to play if Bill wants to hide these guys. Cause hey, sure, but, I mean, if you need the reps. You're not going to – Of course you do. That's you, what I'm saying. But you know Belichick, he's, uh, he's two steps ahead of everybody else. He's hiding until the next preseason game. I, I don't know. With only three, I can't see him saying, if I lose power – if I disappear, Christian, it's because I've lost power. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, big old clap of thunder. Just a little ways over there. Good to know. Um, uh, but uh, we needed the rain. Um, but for real. Um, that was distracting. Uh, I, I think they can't afford to, to like play this game. And I think if you had if you had Tom Brady and you had all these other things, or if or if Mac Jones was rolling, it was him and McDaniels, you go throw him out there for two series, go score two touchdowns, or go move the ball. Hey, we're good. All right, let's give the like hundred and ten other people we have uh some run here uh to find out what we really have because we don't know any of those guys. Th- this offense needs to like get in gear. Yeah. Well if they, they don't they if they play if they only play like a quarter, which could, you know, be one or two series um that's bad i don't think that's a good i don't think that's good oh it's terrible sign if they don't if they don't play much in this game i'm i will say that's probably not a good sign because they're having to now scrap what they were doing the last two weeks because it sucked so bad and and simplify things already here and we're august 9th i mean there's there's only a month away and there's been no improvement really yeah uh so that game is thursday two days away um, have to try and watch. Uh, we do have, uh, look at this, Colin from the comment section. We got, we've got eyes and boots on the ground, Christian. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm doing the, I'm doing, I'm going to finish early here because I'm going to be by myself for most of this. <laughs> like. Uh, Colin says, I went to see training camp for the first time in years and years. The running back, uh, the running game looked good. The receivers looked good. Max arm looked better. They, that O-line was disheveled. They have too much talent to look so bad. Perhaps it's coaching. Hmm. Beard, pencil. I wonder who that is. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, the other thing, too, is like... Who's the, the offensive ho- line coach again? Can you just remind me? Uh, a, a, a man who looks like he should be an offensive line coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might lose power, too. I just heard it right behind me, so... Uh, cool. Our first show in two weeks, and <laughs> Mother Nature's gonna say no, 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 no. Um, oh, you almost got you almost got me there for a second. Um, coming into the year, everybody thought it was gonna be the defense. Like, what is the de- the defense has to get better? The defense is gonna have to get better. If the, if it ends up being the offense that's the issue, I think that's like I said, that's more problematic. Long term future of the team. Let alone what you do what did this we season. Say at the start of the, when, when we saw this this coming into the season, though, started with the coaching, and already it's kind of looking that way. Joe Judge, Matt Patricia are at the forefront of this thing already, and and we're in week two, so I don't know. Look out. Um, last bit of NFL news. Well, two th- actually two things of NFL news. Uh, Deshaun Watson uh, is officially suspended. 
recommended suspension of six games handed down by this arbitrator. Um, the NFL has appealed. It is seeking an indefinite suspension uh, and bigger fines and all this. Um, who knows how long this process will take to play out. I think we can all agree six games ain't enough. All I want to know is, why did the NFL do this? They already won precedent with Tom Brady that they can they have unilateral authority to just suspend people. They could have just suspended him the year and then let the Browns, if they want, go fight the case in court. The Browns probably wouldn't have because the Browns probably want to get the guy out. Maybe Deshaun Watson decides to take it to court, but guess what? The best lawyers and the best appeals and everything came up with the same conclusion. The, the, the commissioner has the authority. So why then did they go to a court to ask, what should we do? And now you're stuck with that. Like, it, I don't really see where the NFL is going to, like, win a case again to, like, get a better recommendation. It'd be more on them to just... It's like they wanted to have some legal backing to, like, to backstop. It's like you already went through this. It makes no sense. I just think it's weird that the precedent in the NFL is four games for deflated footballs, a season for betting on your own team who stunk, and then six games for this guy who has a bunch of felony charges and all the other crap that's going on with him. Oh, how about this? Uh, uh, indefinite suspension if you smoke a little bit of weed. Yeah. Right? Uh, Ricky Williams had his career basically derailed. Uh, Josh Gordon, because of, I mean, he, Josh Gordon has other issues, but it's been marijuana. That's what's kept him out of the league. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers can take freaking acid and gloat about it. And everybody writes puff pieces. Oh, look at Aaron. He's like, does this stuff to help his mind. Isn't, it, karma. isn't this cool? It's like, no, the dude's doing drugs. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that not a banned substance? It's illegal. I don't think like I don't, marijuana is legal, yet the NFL keeps, you know, suspending players for that. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers can go do whatever he's doing. I, I, but here's the thing. I don't think Aaron Rodgers like he cleanses himself so much that there's nothing to trace. Even <laughs> though he said he did it, you just can't trace it because it's just like he does these weird rituals of panchakarma. He evacuates his body on a yeah, daily basis from all places. Yeah. What a strange, strange man. Uh, so that whole thing, we'll see what happens. Um, I will say what's kind of shady is, I mean, at least, I mean, sh shady or shrewd. This could be a new segment that we come up with, shady or shrewd. Uh, the Cleveland Browns structuring that contract extension. So basically, Deshaun Watson is being paid $1 million this year. So if he's suspended in dock pay, it's really like about three hundred k. Yeah. He gets paid $46 million next year. A season. Well, the Browns are stupid too. I don't know. So I don't know. Shady or shrewd, or stupid? Should it be all you know? One of the three. S cubed. That's <laughs> what we're gonna call this segment. Shady, shrewd, stupid. Yeah. Pick one. All of the above. Um. Uh, the other thing in terms of uh, league decisions, uh, the investigation, all part of Brian Flores's whole, uh, you know suit against the league was this whole stuff about the Dolphins incentivizing losing and wanting to lose impossible collusion uh, and tampering to try and get Tom Brady and Sean Payton. They couldn't find any evidence of enticements to lose games. 
you know, I mean, probably there was words spoken, but Which, hey, uh, I, yeah, I'm not hearsay, hearsay, right? No direct evidence, it would seem. Which is no direct evidence, but mm, it probably happened. Yeah, which is smart. And again, tampering happens all the time across all sports. There is tampering, but usually, you're not dumb enough to get caught and to get caught bad. And so the Dolphins find multiple draft picks. Stephen Ross find millions and millions of dollars because they were tampering with Tom Brady while he was still under contract with the Patriots during the 2019 season, and they were trying to get Sean Payton there as well. They were trying to orchestrate this whole thing, which that stuff happens, and, and people want to make an argument, you shouldn't do that, and Tom shouldn't have listened to them. Listen, these guys, I do think it's it's kind of unfortunate, like it's weird that like nothing happens to Brady in this instance. It's like there should be a repercussion for a player kind of like, be allowing himself to be tampered, I guess. You know, that's collusion, I thought, right? Uh, he's under contract. The obligation goes both ways between the team and him and him and the team. Um, so nothing for Tom Brady, but uh, a lot of things for the Dolphins who now are, I mean, what are they going to do? Because you don't have Tom Brady. You're not going to have draft picks. Um, no Sean Payton. No Sean Payton. My house is shaking. <laughs> so what happens. You talk. Can't you tell talk. if that's behind me or if it's behind you or both. Both. Probably both. It's probably both. Somewhere in the middle. Um, I don't know. Somewhere in that whole long rant there is this whole situation with Tom Brady and, and, and the Dolphins. I think it's obviously this stuff happens. It's crazy that it's actually bad enough to get like exposed and proven. Um. Your thoughts, Christian, on this whole situation? Does it does it affect you uh, anymore as a Patriots fan to know Tom Brady was ooh colluding, wanted to go to the Dolphins, and had this whole thing set up? No, because I think he was gone either way. I don't, I don't think this was like the first. I don't want to say tamper. Maybe he was tampering with other teams, or maybe he wasn't. Who cares? But he knew he was done after the 2019 season. Bill kind of you know rubbed him out that way. So like he was pushing him out far before he I'm what sure he, he, what did he do to him? All right, don't make it weird. Uh, <laughs> it makes perfect sense in the context. Um, he he was pushing him out the entire time. So, I don't know. 2019 was Brady's last year. I knew that before the 2019 season started. So, I could care less. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mark Tape. We'll go back and find that one. Uh, hey, I would leave, too, if that's what was happening. <laughs> oh, goodness. Good. Alex Guerrero handles the massages. <laughs> uh, it all ties back in uh, to this Deshaun Watson conversation. Uh, anyway, um, to transition here and to move on to some uh, other topics of interest, we will do hot and not. It's time for hot. Hot. You want to talk about hot? Hot. Please stop doing that. Doing what? Continue. Good. And not. God, is he a moron. Oh my god, he doesn't shut up. It's so stupid. Stupid decisions. Dum-dums. The naughtiest knot of the year. Oof, suck fest. Suck sauce. On the 360 Sports Show. Alright, Christian. Hot and not the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, pluses, minuses. What is hot for you this week? So it's not really hot. It's more of a not. 
but it's a hot mess. <laughs> uh, and I think it's hilarious, so it's kind of a hot for me. Uh, Durant, I'm going with Jared Durant. Jared Durant. Uh, I, I think his center fielding is just, it's got to be, uh, yeah, I mean, it symbolizes the season kind of, but his on his inability to catch a fly ball in the sunlight as a professional baseball player with sunglasses on, uh, I think is hilarious. Now, could I catch them? I don't think so, but it's still funny to me because I'm not playing professionally. So, uh, yeah, hot mess Duran is uh, is my hot for the week. It's so not it's hot, <laughs> which is Pretty much by our rules we allow. Um, I this one for me cropped up uh, just I think two days ago. Uh, this is what could be the highlight of the New York Jets season. Uh, they finished up their green and white scrimmage. Let me get rid of our, our bar here so we can show this in full. Uh, they finished up their season, uh, scrimmage. Uh, and AJ, who has stage one cerebral palsy, don't know his last name um, in the article. They let him come on and play quarterback here or running back at the end. Uh, you know, he takes off, runs in the end. So the whole, obviously, the C's part, they let him in. I love this sort of stuff. I mean, he, the kid's fired up. The team's fired up. They want him to spike the ball. They all go nuts when he eventually spikes it. Stuff like this is just is just great. Right? I mean, this is, this is great to see. I mean, it takes so little for from the team to do something like that. That just made, I mean, that's... That's a memory for forever for that kid. I don't know. This stuff just makes you feel good. Oh, yeah. I mean, why would you not? You give this kid an opportunity to do something like this. So. Isn't, I, it, every, every, isn't it every kid's dream to kind of hop on the field and go meet professional players, play, you know, pick up game or whatever it is with them? Oh, then they, they have. Families involved as well. Yeah. So. I thought that was awesome. Uh, and, yeah, that'll probably be the highlight of the Jet season. <laughs> yeah, a little sales pitch at the end, too, with the season tickets. Yeah. Uh, so that was awesome. I thought that was that was, that was was a hot thing. Uh, Christian, what is not for you? Uh, what is not not? <laughs> uh, I just went to Sean Watson because I think the whole thing is just – it's so NFL. It's so – the the difference in suspensions all over the league we've seen it going back to like Adrian Peterson Ray Rice all that stuff compared to deflated footballs and so it's just it the beat goes on with the NFL and their suspensions now who knows he might get suspended for the year Rogers pushing for that so uh, we'll see I mean he's already said he wants him done for a year will that happen who knows but I just think it's comical that it's well planned six games uh, two more than deflating a football for all the stuff that Deshaun Watson has been involved in here. Yeah, uh, not for me. Uh, we already went over this extensively. The Chris Sale situation, like it's just, it's so bad. And and on top of it, we didn't bring this up today. Heim Bloom in his little press conference about this. Oh, we expect to have Chris for the entirety of the twenty twenty three season. Do you? Do you really? <laughs> if I were a betting man, I would lay a lot of money on that not happening. I would ask him, uh, do you expect to have Raphael Devers or Xander Bogarts for the entirety of the 2023 season? Yeah. That's more important. Like, book it. Chris Sale's not going to play an entire season next year. How many more years is he under contract for? I heard that one. Yeah. Either I'm hungry or it's loud outside. I don't know. (laughs) Let's see. 
Chris. Sale, I believe, has Sale. three years left. God, so bad. So, so bad. Yep, three years left. $27 million next year, $27 million the year after that, $20 million in 2025. What a steal. What a steal. For for a guy that for Chris, has, I mean, it was a steal. I mean, for, for some money for that one. Since Ooh. since he signed this deal, let's see, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Let's see, Chris Sale. I just want to look at his stats. It's it's got to be laughable, what he's done in the the last uh, few years. Uh, since he signed this contract, how many games do you think he has played in, Christian? Since he signed this contract. In 2018. How many games? Five years, $145 million extension. How many games do you think he's played in since then? Since then. uh, Not even. Probably like 16? 36. Surprisingly. Oh, that's higher than I thought. 25. It's not good by any means, but it's higher than I thought. 25 in 2019. So he was able to give them 147 innings. Then nine games in 2021, 42 innings, only two games this year. Classic. And it's like you, even 2018, like 214 innings his first year, right? And then it was 158 in 2018. And he had already had problems with durability before that. Yeah. It's like you got the World Series out of him. Play him that last year, and then let him. If he if he has a great year, maybe he goes somewhere else. Whatever, you're not gonna like shell out. I thought we didn't have any interest in paying pitchers over thirty, and then they've just gone totally against all of their words all the time. Uh, a mess, a mess, a mess. Uh, let's talk about something else that's a mess. Uh, again. These are issues that are like they get chucked in the ball locker. I don't think we've chucked this particular player in the ball locker. Um, But the Kevin Durant thing, uh, he's not traded. All the same rumors are swirling. I I believe really nothing. I believe the reporting, though, on this, that he allegedly has now uh, reiterated. uh, He he pulled a like, you know, like they didn't respond to his email for like, you know, seven days over a weekend. And then he's like, I just wanted to follow up. Did, did you see what I said like about a month ago? Uh, and that he basically wants them to choose between him and uh, firing or getting rid of the rest of the team uh, or, or the GM and the coach. And it, it baffles my mind because the franchise, the Nets have done literally everything that he wanted. Like pair him with Kyrie. Go get DeAndre Jordan. Start DeAndre Jordan over, you know, Jared Allen. Trade all these young guys. Go after James Harden. Bring him in. Oh, it's not working. Oh, they also they wanted Steve Nash. Steve Nash was allegedly the coach they wanted. They bring in they bring in Steve, you know, get rid of Atkinson, a young coach that had done a great job with a young team. Like they now he wants the owners to get rid of Sean Marks. Like what Sean Marks has done only all that Kevin Durant's wanted, and now is literally doing the best job he can with a team that has like no draft capital for the next like seven years. Again, mm-hmm. uh, it's not going to happen. They're not going to cave to that. And if they do, that just 
it I mean I think already this is just setting the tables for what's gonna be <laughs> oh, goodness boom uh for what is gonna be like there's an opt-out in the CBA after next year yeah. it's gonna it's gonna happen owners are fed up with this players also like are fed up oh, we're fed up we can't just go wherever we want we have to honor contracts there's gonna be a lockout and this stuff's gonna get hammered out because there can't be any more of this you can't sign a five-year deal and then a year into it or not even a year into it be like well trade me somewhere else mm-hmm. they're gonna build in like it's strict no trade clauses for the first two years of these five-year max contracts like it doesn't matter whether you're happy or not whether the team's happy or not you can't be moved uh, it forces you to have to like make it work. After two, three years, it doesn't work. Well, you know, yeah. It, at least there was an effort there. Um, this thing here, I can't see the Nets caving to this and in, in giving him now even more of what he wants, which is ludicrous. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this. I mean, can they start a season this way? Like, I don't know what else. Unless they just decide to just take pennies. Uh, for Durant for, from somebody because they just want to be rid of him now. I don't think they're going to do that, though. I don't think they do that either. So I don't know how this plays out at all. I don't know, but I think we should make a pact right now. We're not talking about it until he actually moves because all this rumor mill and stuff is just getting tiring. Oh, yeah, you just get spun into it. Uh, it's Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown. I mean, the Celtics are right there in rumors, and everybody seems to think they have a real chance. I just don't see it right now, but hey, what do you know? What do I know? Oh, did we lose him? I'll give it a minute. I think we're off. Might lose me here in a second too, but I'll move on. I'll I'll see if he if he shows back up. If not, uh, we only got one more thing to talk about, which is the Boston Bruins. So I'll just do that real quick, and he will be back in a moment. So I guess I'll just continue then where where he left off. So, um, he will be back in one second, hopefully, unless the power uh goes out again. Um, but the Durant, uh, the Durant rumors, how am I, how am I going to get this to move? There we go. We're going voice. Uh, so I would say for Durant, uh, he obviously wants out of, out of, uh, Brooklyn, but if nobody gives them the price, I, I, I truly just don't see how he moves. Um, the Celtics are supposedly rumored to be in on Durant. And a lot of people are confirming those reports, shams and, and a couple others, but, uh, I just don't see if you're the Celtics why this move makes sense anyway for Durant. Why would you trade a younger, more potential there for Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant? Just doesn't make any sense. Power di- difficulties here. All right, I'm gonna take a break and then I'll come back when uh, if, if Andrew returns and we'll talk the Bruins and then probably get off because I think we're gonna run out of juice here anyway. Well, well, I'm back. <laughs> I went to commercial because I couldn't get this line out of the way. <laughs> Because I'm not on the other one. So, uh, yeah. There we go. Back where we belong. Maybe. I think we should wrap up here pretty soon. Yeah. Let's uh, let's finish her up, Christian. So, uh, yeah. D- enough about Durant. Uh, we will leave him be until something actually happens. I consider what happened you know, yesterday something happening. More ludicrousness. Um, so if more insanity happens and if he actually is traded, that's when we'll discuss. All right, quickly moving along. Let's end the show on a positive note. Uh, the Boston Bruins actually had a bit of good news. It's something this week. 
Uh, David Krejci is back. Patrice Bergeron is back. Looks like we're rallying up for one more run at this thing. Is Tuka Rask coming back again, too? I hope not. No but uh, yeah, a little bit, little bit of good news for the Bruins here. Yeah, and Pavel Zaka. Don't leave out Pavel Zaka. He's a good pickup from the uh, the Jer- New Jersey Devils. So uh, here's where I'm at with the Bruins. I think uh, it's smart to do this if Krejci wants back for one more run. I th- also think this can kind of galvanize a group because I think this is it for Bergeron. I think this is get the band back together for one more run. Uh, and their top six, if guys actually come back and are remotely healthy, uh, their top six is pretty good. Bergeron, Marchand, DeBrusque, and then you're looking at a line two of Hall, Krejci, and Pasternak. I mean, that's pretty good. And I think Krejci has more left than Bergeron. I'll say that. Um, he's a little bit younger as well. So when Krejci was playing here for his final year, he was really good when Hall got here. Really good in the check, which is not the same level as NHL. And then you bring in Zalka as well so he can fill it fill a uh, a void and you have a new coach so hopefully these guys are ready to go uh and we've seen this before ray lewis last year they win a championship david ortiz they almost did it for david ortiz kind of so this can kind of get a group going together it doesn't doesn't always work out and there's a lot of good teams in the league but uh Krejci, i i thought is a smart move because it's a one-year deal it kind of gives you some cushion to find hopefully another guy and maybe Zaka is a guy moving forward, but and also I I still think Krejci has something left. So with with Hall and Pasternak, that line could be insane. In in today's day and age, where we are with health and training and all this stuff, to only be thirty six, this guy's playing till they're forty three. <laughs> Tom Brady just turned forty five and is playing professional football. Uh, so. You know, and I know it's a quarterback position. Guess what? He still takes hits. And guess what? Most people at the age of 45, you know, 10, even 10 years ago, couldn't last just, you know, uh, anymore. So, Krejci being 36, I mean, hey, if, if it works out, I mean, I'm happy if as long as he's got something left in the tank every year, keep signing him one-year deals. Uh, hopefully they can find a way, though, to develop some young guys while you have some guys that are actually good still on this team that they can, like, yeah. learn under. That's that's the hope. So, like, I won't care about how the Bruins start if there's actual talent, young talent, that can find its way onto the ice and learn from some of these guys. And so it's not like you're totally just blowing it up and starting from scratch. So, we shall see. Uh, Christian, to wrap up here before uh, Mother Nature decides to pull the plug on the show once again, uh, your thoughts, expectations, uh, let's run through once more for this Thursday for the New England Patriots in their first preseason game against the New York Giants. How long do the starters play, and will it matter what happens in the game? Well, should, should we overreact or underreact to it, or should we just completely not even care about what it looks like? Uh, you should definitely care because I don't think it's trending in the right direction yet. Uh, not even close, to be honest with you. So we all knew the coaching issues. We all knew the rest of it. I would expect the starters. Uh, I would hope to see them at least a half in this game. If not, I'll be a little bit worried. Uh, you might get a quarter out of them. But if they don't play at all, look out. Uh, number two, yes, it matters. I think the they need to show up and actually get some reps in game because it doesn't look good in practice. Maybe it looks a little bit better in the game. Who knows? But 
Uh, these preseason games, there's only three of them. They're trending in a, in a terrible way here to start. They need some positivity coming out of this game. Yep, I agree. I think you got to see the starters for at least a half on offense. Uh, the offense needs to be out there for a half to, to find find what they're doing. Um, now, unless they go out and it's like they have two drives, touchdowns, and it's like eight, nine plays, five, six-minute drives for touchdowns, you know, 80 yards. You know what? Seen enough. That's it. Yeah. Get everybody else out there because you got joint practices ahead of you and you got an, and another preseason game, uh, you know, with, with the Panthers. You know, leave, you know, if, if you really like what you see in this first one, you got a lot of other guys to get through. But you can't just say, oh, well, we got to see all these other guys, so we're not going to give the starters reps that they need. Um, it it starts with the starters. So we'll see. That is two days away. And we will certainly be giving you our uh, hopefully not overreaction, but certainly a reaction honesty. to that uh, next week. So One thing we're good for is honesty. Yes. Um, we, not, we may not be right, but we're honest. We're honest. Um, so thank you to all of you who joined in here, stuck through it uh, here with us tonight through uh, <laughs> a lightning delay. Uh, you can rewatch this edition or any edition of the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And if you missed us live and want to take us to go, you can download and listen to the podcast, subscribe through Sounder FM, or wherever you get your podcast from. So for Christian Lauber, I'm Andrew Pazelli. Have a good night, everybody. See you later.